BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Gillette Health Podcast, where we give you tools to develop a balanced approach for health. I'm Dr. Kyle Gillette. And I'm James O'Hara, nurse practitioner. And today we have a new-ish segment. We're going to be calling out a fat burner supplement. So we've thrown around some ideas for this segment. Um, Debunk dialogue, and what was the one that you said yesterday we were thinking about? Deconstructing dogma. Or dumpstering, scientific. Yeah, dumpstering de-scientific dogma. Yeah, something like that. We do like the principle of alliteration. So if you have any name suggestions for um, not necessarily reaction videos, but for supplement breakdowns, bad scientific advice breakdowns, then please leave those in the comments and we'll take those under consideration. So tentatively, I suppose we'll call it debunk dialogue. Um, It all sounds good to me. Uh, But yeah, let us know your suggestions. Um, We came across this. Uh, I guess, series of articles. We just picked this one because it was our least favorite. And it reminded us of our friend Derek, who has the More Plates, More Dates YouTube channel. And he would he has a segment called um, Scientifically Dismantling This Supplement or That Supplement. And we figured, uh, why don't we take that as inspiration and do that ourselves? Yeah. Uh, so scientifically dismantling is what we will be doing. Uh, props to Derek for sort of coining that term. Uh, and I think this was just a sort of random Google search where we came across a article by Sports Illustrated and they had the top 10 fat burners of 2023 because all the bots that write the headlines now, it has to be the current year and it has to be a top five or a top 10. So that it gets the most clicks. Yep. And I, I thought it was interesting that the same supplement was chosen as two of the top 10 picks, number one and number three. Yeah. And your top 10 was 10 different categories. So we will be reviewing a supplement called FinQ, probably just coincidence that it starts with the same letters as Fintermine, right? Fin or old school FinFin. Oh, yes. The band FinFin from back in the day. Uh, (laughs) Let us know if you remember FinFin and the uh, terrible side effects that came with that. 
Yeah, but this is the best overall fat burner, allegedly, and also the best fat burner for belly fat. Yeah, probably the one with the largest commission. Because in dysfunctional medicine, your most recommended supplements just happen to be the ones that you get the highest commission on. Yeah, and it was actually very difficult to find the product breakdown of what ingredients at what dosages are in this. If you actually go to their website, you can't find this anywhere. It just says proprietary blend that includes like 10 milligrams of magnesium or something mm -hmm. like that. But if you go to Google Images, you can find um, at least the label we found that showed the following ingredients and dosages that we'll be talking about. But before we do that, I guess we can look at who wrote this article in Sports Illustrated. Um, supposedly, this person has some credentials. What does that say? That's an MD uh, trained at two different Ivy League schools, including Harvard. Hmm. A Harvard expert picked this as the number one overall fat burner for 2023. Hmm. And then if you go to the website overall, you have 190,000 satisfied customers can't be wrong. I mean, could 190,000 people be wrong about anything? Like maybe the world being flat or the world being round if you go back to the 1400s? Yeah, um, they certainly can. It is a, um, in my opinion, a good marketing scheme. They had a good name. If you have a name that sounds like it burns fat, it's going to work better. Placebo. Um, I don't know what color the capsule is, but if it's orange or red or yellow. Probably works better. Probably works better as well. And that is scientifically backed, by the way. Um, and then uh, reviews. When you're selling something, uh, basic marketing principles. Again, this is not marketing advice, <laughs> but um, I'm sure that this helps them sell to uh, customers that otherwise would not buy. The average person is not going to dive into a study. The average person might Google um, study showing this as a fat burner, and you could find a study for everything. Absolutely. But the question is, what about the dosages? And FinQ, let's just check out their blog and see what sort of articles they've written. So they have uh, fasted cardio benefits. They have seed cycling and how to use it to regulate hormones. And then exercise is essential to improving your mental health. So you have one with perhaps some modest evidence that people enjoy fasted cardio. Mm -hmm. You have something that is, as far as I know, the only way that seed cycling would potentially improve Hormone health is by introducing more dietary fat that we know tends to increase levels of testosterone production. Um, and then, yeah, exercise is good for mental health. So that's kind of a, an obvious one. And that's what happens a lot of times is you get some good information mixed in with some um, unscientific information. That's uh, classic dysfunctional medicine. They tell you to diet and exercise, which is better than literally anything else, more str stronger than any medication or supplement. And then they recommend a supplement that has poor efficacy or worse, take you off of a medication that has good efficacy that you were tolerating just fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, misinformation out there and it's always mixed in with some reasonable principles. So it gets a sense of legitimacy. So uh, the supplement is called FinQ. Uh, it's $140 for a three month supply. And ingredient number one is calcium carbonate. Um, hmm. this may sound familiar to some of you because it is also uh, basically what Tums are made out of. Yeah. So this is literally Tums. Um, some properties of this, it's going to help. It's going to be an antacid, decrease your stomach pH to 
wait a second, doesn't that lower bioavailability and absorption of nutrients? Yeah, lowering the acidity of the stomach, especially long-term, is not a good thing. You're going to absorb mm -hmm. less vitamins and minerals and probably absorb less of the ingredients that are in this product. I see. And um, I, I did find where they trialed actually a higher dose. They have 625 milligrams of calcium carbonate in this study. Uh, they did a 24-week study with 1,000 milligrams of calcium carbonate, which is a a pretty substantial study, 24 wow. weeks, and mm -hmm. found that the two groups, the one that got the calorie deficit and the calcium carbonate versus just the calcium carbonate, um, the calcium carbonate did not do anything additional that a calorie deficit could not. So I think it was like a 500 calorie deficit and the calcium carbonate did not enhance weight loss. So this is um, the largest milligram ingredient and it's not effective. Mm. Yeah, seems like a lot of filler. Um, I guess to play devil's advocate, you could look at this as a much worse version of Orlistat because if you took enough of it, you're not going to have a very acidic stomach pH. You're not going to have uh, pepsinogen activating pepsin. You're not going to have lipases activated and uh, different digestive enzymes. And then perhaps you just um, have so much malabsorption that you have more fat and potentially even more carbs in your stool. Um, so that. That would be interesting to see, but we can move on. Uh, it's just kind of a bummer that by far you're just taking Tom's as a filler in your capsule. Next is caffeine. So this is probably the single most effectively dosed and effective ingredient in this whole supplement. Um, I don't know why you would spend $140 for three months when you could probably spend $5 for three months of caffeine pills or get it in your morning coffee if that's your thing. Um, but 150 milligrams of caffeine, um, that probably, if it's absorbed, of yep. course, is yep. going to increase your resting energy expenditure a bit. And people that take in caffeine do tend to have more um, neat or non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It makes you a bit more active. You tend to take more steps on average um, subconsciously. You just tend to move a bit more. So this ingredient, I actually rate as a good choice. Yeah. Um, we don't need to dive too deeply into caffeine. We've talked about it on previous podcasts. The benefits and the downsides are pretty well known. The next is L-carnitine fumarate. Wait, there's peptides in this? There is peptide. Yeah. As people probably know, L-carnitine is a dipeptide. It has two amino acids in it. Um, and you can synthesize carnitine endogenously to some degree. But the rate limiting step for carnitine formation in general is the enzymatic synthesis, not the amino acid building blocks. Yeah, and the dose of the L-carnitine was 142.5 milligrams, which is about 10 times lower than any kind of effective dose of L-carnitine in fertility treatment or for improving androgen receptor density. Mm -hmm. So. It has L-carnitine in it. People probably will recognize that name, but it's not a dose that's enough to really have any meaningful effect. Yeah, so it's a, a dose that is not efficacious, but it is a dose just high enough to where if you broke the capsule and tried to take the powder, that it would smell and taste nasty because carnitine causes that. So they put just enough carnitine in so that it would smell and taste nasty if you broke their capsules. Yep. And then the next ingredient is something called alpha lacy, which I could find very little information on other than it's a combo of 
uh, alpha lipoic acid, cysteine, and magnesium. So the most alpha lipoic mm. acid this could possibly have is what, maybe 20 milligrams? 20 milligrams, yeah, uh, with essentially no cysteine and no magnesium. Let's assume it's 20 milligrams. Let's assume it's our alpha lipoic acid, um, which is uh, the in general the active enantiomer. I think there's pretty good evidence for that. It's better than a mixed enantiomer um, with uh, both present. But if you have 20 milligrams of that in general, it's dosed at at least 100 milligrams. And I think you would get 20 migs of that just from eating a couple walnuts. Yeah, and the fat-burning supplements that use you know, alpha lipoic acid or CLA as their main ingredients, those are typically 300, maybe up to 600 milligrams. And at those doses, you may see some increased fatty acid oxidation, uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are burning more fat and are going to lose more weight that way. It's not clear that those have a extremely meaningful effect on your resting energy expenditure. Maybe they don't want an efficacious supplement because if it was efficacious like a GLP-1, then people would dose it too high and lose their lean body mass. They're just choosing safe doses because they say, well, the dose is one tablet, but they know people are going to take more. Yeah. You wouldn't want to have an efficacious over-the-counter supplement to decrease body weight or uh, help burn fat because then it would be worst business for MDs. And yeah. an MD did write this article. Yeah. Well, until we come out with our over-the-counter weight loss supplement, uh, which I propose we name WeGovex. <laughs> that'd be a great <laughs> That'd be a great one. I think there is supplements that are called Ozim something. Ozimpex. Ozimpex, yeah. That's actually a better one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, next up is more magnesium. Uh, magnesium stearate this time. They, dish, they just put magnesium in. Why would they put this in? Uh, magnesium stearate, this is a form that I'm not super familiar with. Usually you hear people talk about glycinate or bisglycinate mm -hmm. or threonate or citrate or oxide. Mm -hmm. uh, turns out magnesium stearate is just a byproduct that has to be used in chemical and pharmaceutical manufacturing. So it is an inactive ingredient, essentially. Yep. Uh, next is an ingredient that is pretty solid. Um, it'll be interesting to look at the dose of this. It's capsaicin extract, Capsimax, I believe, an ingredient that I do like. Yeah, they actually use the trademarked capsaicin. Um, and indeed, capsaicin does have studies supporting resting energy expenditure, um, basically even fasting. You'll be burning more calories. Uh, it doesn't last a super long time. It's typically a three to four hour window. Um, and then also postprandial energy expenditure. So, um, Actually, one of the fastest ways to boost your metabolism is to eat a meal. Maybe mm -hmm. this is why it's such a popular opinion to say, to lose weight, you should be eating more, not less. We'll let you decide how valid that advice is. Yeah, we'll dive into that more with our, our dietitian, <laughs> sports dietitian, Diana, in the future. Um, but looking at the dose of this, they only put in 8 milligrams. The studies usually use at least 100 milligrams. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. So let's say you get, let's say it is completely linear and you're going to get It'll be generous, 10% of that effect. You might burn an extra 25 calories over the next four hours, assuming it's linear and that you don't need to hit a threshold of like 50 milligrams to actually get an effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it is it is 10 times less, uh, but the, the law of diminishing returns probably is not that strong with eight milligrams. Uh, pretty underwhelming dose, but perhaps they dosed it that low because capsaicin usually comes from red pepper. And they also included black pepper, and they wouldn't want the doses of the two to be too discongruent. 
Yeah, it's, it's like checkers. Right? You would like to have the same number of, of red and black pieces when you're starting. Yeah. So I, I think that's the logic that was used to, to build the supplement. But they put in three MIGs of pipe ring. We've talked about this before as well. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Um, it does appear to improve bioavailability pretty significantly. Maybe it worsens leaky gut. Maybe it improves leaky gut. Maybe it's a wash. It does work on See. tight junctions to some degree. It's really like you said, a mystery multiplier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you you spin the wheel. It's like you, you click on a website. What's your discount? 10%, 20%, 50%? You spin the wheel. What's your bioavailability? And all you increase? win is leaky gut. Yeah, <laughs> you win leaky gut. And However, it does improve bioavailability. Um, but a lot of things you don't necessarily want to be highly bioavailable. The L-carnitine, I guess you could make uh, a good case for that. You think it puts a 10 to 20x multiplier on the L-carnitine absorption? It does, certainly does not. L-carnitine mm. is particularly difficult um, to get uh, into the serum. And once it's in the serum, you actually also need to get it into the cell. Uh, much more on that in the future. I think we've even talked about things like TTA in our fat podcast. Mm -hmm all things fat podcast. So see that um, to see how different fatty acids can help push L-carnitine from the serum intracellularly. Um, but I guess we could talk about the next ingredient here and not rabbit trail too much. It is silicone dioxide. Silicone dioxide. Turns out this is exactly what is on the inside of shoe boxes and those little packages that said do not eat. So why is this in a weight loss supplement? Has the secret to weight loss been in the shoe boxes this whole time? Yeah, um, we still recommend that you do not eat <laughs> those little packets in your shoe box. I have no idea why this is in. It's also too low of a dose of silicon to have any theoretical change in like what you would see on a DEXA scan. Although in general, uh, unless there's like very specific cases, we're not a fan of silicone, especially for people that have severe osteoporosis. Maybe we'll do an episode on that in the future, bone density and whatnot. We love talking about body composition. We haven't talked about bone density a whole lot um, other than axial loading. But yeah, so um, I, I think the takeaway here is that the key to weight loss in shoe boxes is probably the running shoes, probably <laughs> not the silica gel. Yeah, uh, and probably not eating the cardboard. Although we have proposed adding cardboard type materials to uh, food before. There's probably some Doritos. fiber in that, yeah. Yeah, it's like your, your study is you have one group have as many Doritos as they like, but they have half of them are essentially cardboard containing materials. And then the other half just have normal Doritos and see what happens with the two groups. I think the group that got the cardboard Doritos would steal the other group's Doritos. Yeah. It's like what happens at the obesity camps. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, lots of psychosocial interactions with that. Let's move on on the ingredient list. 4.5 milligrams of niacin. So this is definitely enough to boost your HDL, right? <laughs> uh, probably not. Uh, niacin or niaspan, as the prescription is, is 500 or 1,000 migs. Um, it's, it's also probably not too much to convey hyperglycemia or insulin resistance, which is a risk with niacin. It's a very non-liver toxic dose, which can be a problem with the extended release versions of niacin. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they would put in such a low dose. Um, not enough not for a even a niacin, not even yeah. enough for a niacin flush, which if you wanted to make someone feel like something is working or burning fat, uh, you could just cause a niacin flush and like, oh wow, I feel it working. Yeah, really surprised they didn't put in 100 mix of niacin. Um, if they're looking for that um, like placebo or 
you know, if, if you feel it working, it's working effect. Mm -hmm. Last is chromium. Um, and they put in 80 micrograms of this. Um, it's actually still pretty controversial whether or not chromium is helpful. I know the old school syndrome used to say, oh, this is like you for diabetics and mm -hmm. for high blood sugar because chromium helps. And um, there is some studies that show that, but the jury's not out. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be helpful in non-diabetics. Um, and the dose again here is not effective. It's 80 micrograms and the more successful studies are closer to the 1,000 microgram per day dosing, um, but usually it's 200 to 1,000 micrograms that's being used, and they put in 80 micrograms. And again, um, this is your average person in the population that is not diabetic, and especially at this dose, it's not likely to be helpful. So um, the two ingredients out of this that I think are effective would be caffeine, and then also some sort of uh, capsaicin, uh, yeah. like Capsimax. And you could get those two for a lot cheaper than 140 bucks for three months, or you could put that money towards building yourself a healthy diet. Yep, absolutely. Um, and sometimes people ask us like what we personally use and whatnot. And unfortunately we get zero commission for this, but uh, currently my favorite thermogenic that I mostly like just for taste is the Burning Man. Uh, I know they just had Burning Man. <laughs> it's, it's called Burning Man. So again, a name that sounds like it works. That's a great name. Uh, I think it's Pineapple Guava. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I like spicy stuff and it is extremely spicy. When you open the container, you can just kind of feel it hit your nose. And then I feel like it's working. Yeah. And I actually have a plan to trial some Capsimax at some point. Um, I try to keep my experiments in of one separate so they don't confound variables, yep. but there's some interesting data there, not just on your energy expenditure, but potentially the amount of lean mass that you accrue and your level of force production. So mm -hmm. it could be a pretty good ingredient as part of a pre-workout or just a capsule that you take pre-workout. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know, several months from now, I'll probably comment on my experience with mm -hmm. that and let you know how it goes. Yeah. One other takeaway, perhaps one last takeaway we could take from this is the dose matters because there is other things like L-carnitine, um, like uh, R-alpha-lipoic acid, which do have uh, good medical uses and indications, but it is very important to dose your product appropriately. Just like for medications, you need to individualize the dose, see what someone can tolerate. For this, you also need to individualize the dose. One positive of this product is that they included only 150 milligrams of caffeine. So if you were a slow caffeine metabolizer, which you, um, that's you know pretty basic pharmacogenomics actually, or if you're on something like a high dose of estrogen or an oral contraceptive, which also have good evidence to slow caffeine metabolism, then uh, you probably don't want 300 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, I think it's a safe product, um, but not necessarily an effective product. So I suppose we could label it safe and not effective. Yeah, a placebo pill that happens to have your caffeine. Um, I think that's a, a pretty good summary, unless you can think of anything else. No, I, I'll take my coffee over this product and save a lot of money in doing so. Cheers to that. Um, thank you, everybody, for your time. Uh, we wish you health and happiness. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.